Our Sangha is studying the Diamond Sutra now. One of the books we're using is Red Pine's translation and commentary. In the preface, Red Pine comments that he spent decades trying to understand what the sutra means, and he eventually wore out his copy. He later discovered that one of the blocks to his understanding was that the original Diamond Sutra, thought to be the earliest dated printed book, was originally written in poetry and depends on the poetry for its meaning. And it was only in reading the Sanskrit translation rather than the Chinese that the remains of the poetry came to the fore and helped him discover what he felt was the true meaning of the sutra. In this contemplation, I want to talk about poetry. Poetry as a vehicle to transcendent wisdom, as compared to the deeply conceptualized linear thinking, speaking, and writing we normally do. Have you ever woke from a dream feeling that you know something profound, but you're not quite sure what it is? Or that you had a deeply emotional experience with a dream character who seems to be someone you love, but they don't physically appear to be that person. That's a lot like poetry, and it's a lot like fantasies and science fiction. Is it true? Is it real? As a contemplation within a contemplation, pause and reflect on the poem I wrote, Many Colors of Water. Thinking of words I never spoke, I turn away from the path, stoop to hear a rock. It is much louder than the clamor of concealed expression, louder than its own polished image. Rocks talk in words not yet formed, singing the poetry of everything. Primordial language speaks what is without parenthetical distractions, how leaves are blue, the many colors of water, boundless emotion. I know you understand the dialect. It rushes from you in dreams while not in your own body or as some spirit watcher. At morning, you surface from the flood of words, knowing what you sound like, but not able to pronounce you again. Our stories live in these silent stanzas. I will let the rocks narrate me until you can hear without words.
It is good to contemplate this so that we might go beyond trying to understand everything in our normal, logical way. But instead, loosen our grip on figuring everything out. Figuring things out depends on conceptualizing, labeling, or classifying. And once you apply concepts, you have completely altered the reality of the thing you are experiencing. You have trapped it in a box made of preconceived understanding, stories, and reactions as a specimen that legitimizes only your past emotions and reactions. The first of the Buddha's Noble Eightfold Path is right understanding. It does not mean right knowing. It does not mean right the way the word right you think means. It doesn't mean the word right like correct. But instead, it means a good method, just a way, a way of understanding. And understanding does not mean knowledge. I have come to believe that right understanding is more about not knowing than knowing. If we allow ourselves to not know before trying to understand, then we can avoid caging a new experience in the prison of old concepts. Reverend Gilme Kabose taught that we want to put a period after everything and declare, this is it. And once we do that, that thing or that person or that experience can never be anything else to us. Even though time and circumstances continue to change and change it or change them. Father Richard Rohr, the Franciscan priest and prolific author, writes that, quote, great spiritual teachers learn to balance knowing with not knowing, unquote. And then he summarized saying, quote, anybody who really knows also knows that they don't know, unquote. Contemplation allows us to be right here in the present, reflecting more on what we don't know so that we can truly see what is right in front of us. Knowledge is limited. Remember the period we put on everything? When we shake our dependence on what's in our heads and become truly aware or truly present and awake, to what truly is, then we might understand. And what truly is, many times, if we let it, is more about what we don't know than what we do know. Red Pine says, quote, a perception of an object is a delusion of an illusion, unquote. Don't think about what that means but experience it in 
moments of contemplation. And maybe in your contemplation, also look down, find a rock, and listen for that rock at your feet. Is it talking?